the Legal Hands to the Face podcast with Bill Calarula. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Legal Hands to the Face podcast. We are closing in on the end of the first day of the legal tampering period for NFL free agency. And it was a rough day for Philadelphia Eagles fans. Let's get the good news out of the way. Jason Kelsey announces he's coming back for another year. He is not going to retire. That was pretty anticipated. I would have been shocked if Kelsey would have retired. But that's really the only good news of the day. The Eagles lose two starters from that defense who really contributed this year in TJ Edwards and Javon Hargrave. TJ Edwards, this was a guy... He was the play caller for that defense. He played over 94% of the snaps. He led the Eagles in tackles. He was in the top seven in the entire NFL in tackles. And I think this is a big, big loss. I know a lot of fans are saying, hey, not a big loss. We have N'Kobe Dean waiting in the wings. N'Kobe Dean is still an unproven linebacker. I mean, this is a kid who was obviously a stud in college, but can he transition to the next level? When he had his opportunities this year, He did play well, but those opportunities were limited. We did not see him really play that much when you have T.J. Edwards playing 94% of the snaps. So I think this is a big loss, but in the end, it was just too much money for what the Eagles wanted to pay an inside linebacker. I mean, they had T.J. Edwards on a one-year, $2.2 million deal. Chicago turns around and gives them three years, $19.5 million with $12 million guaranteed. That's an annual hit. Of 6.5. So really triple what the Eagles were paying him last year. It's not a ton of money, but obviously more than what the Eagles wanted to pay. And the Chicago Bears go all in. They also signed Tremaine Edwards away from Buffalo. So they're really going in. They had a lot of money to spend going into free agency. So we knew they were going to be players in this first period. But uh, man, they went all in on that defense. And you know, Chicago loves their linebackers there. But the biggest loss of the day for the Eagles is stud defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. I said on Instagram a few weeks ago, I didn't think there was a chance the Eagles could bring him back. I thought he'd be looking for at least three years, $20 million a year, and he got it. He got four years, $84 million with $40 million guaranteed. That's over $21 million a year. And it doesn't surprise me that he didn't come back, and it doesn't surprise me that he got the money, but what surprises me is the team that gave it to him and where he's going. Javon Hardgrave is going to the San Francisco 49ers. Not only a team that's going to be a big rival of the Eagles for the next few years, but a team that has a stacked defense already with Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead, and they have Fred Warner at linebacker. I mean, this was the number one defense in the league, and now they get Javon Hargrave, who's only 30 years old. I say only 30 years old because it's not like he's a running back. He's a defensive tackle. These guys can play later into their 30s and still be effective. And they get a guy who last year had 11 sacks. In three years with the Eagles, he had 23 sacks. And man, what a signing that turned out to be by Howie Roseman and the Eagles. When they signed him away from Pittsburgh three years ago, they signed them on a three-year, $39 million deal with a hit of only $13 million a year. So clearly, he was playing on a very, very team-friendly deal there at only $13 million a year, but now he's getting $21 million a year. But that's going to be a big loss. I mean, those two players, TJ Edwards and Javon Hargrave, that is a big loss for the Eagles. And what they're going to need, we talked about in the Kobe Dean, they're going to need other young players to step in for that D-tackle position. You have Jordan Davis, another Georgia Bulldog, 
You have Milton Williams, who's going to be entering into his third season, who's played well when he's had opportunities. Those guys have to really step up. And, you know, I don't know what else the Eagles are going to do. Are they going to re-sign Fletcher Cox? Are they going to bring back any of those other free agents? I don't think they bring that back, Ndamukong Sue or Linval Joseph, in light of the fact that those guys were late additions. Clearly, they're not bringing back Robert Quinn. But they'll still have a pretty solid defensive line. They re-signed Brandon Graham. You still have Hassan Reddick, who should have been in the defensive player of the year conversation. You'll have Milton Williams, Jordan Davis. Maybe you bring back Fletcher Cox. So we will see what else they do if they draft any D linemen. You know, there's been a lot of talk. Hopefully Jalen Carter falls to them at 10. I'd be shocked if Carter got past the Chicago Bears at 9. But there's things that they can do. There's certainly things that they can do. You know, and... Look, as Eagles fans, it's so easy to get so worked up. I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. You get so upset when you see some of your stud players, guys that you became really attached to this season, going elsewhere, and it doesn't look like the Eagles are in any of the conversations for other moves. But we all got to take a breath. You know, we all have to take a breath. You look at this Eagles team from last season, and it was one of the best rosters I think Howie Roseman has ever assembled. And if you look at it, at when some of these key pieces were added, None of them were added on the first day of free agency. None of them. I mean, you look at, they bring in A.J. Brown. Well, that happened in a draft day trade in April. They bring in James Bradbury. They signed him in May. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, they didn't get him until August. And then two guys we just talked about, Linval Joseph and Ndamukong Sue, they brought those guys in November. So this team... Over the next few days, don't get too worked up just because they didn't sign this free agent or that free agent. The, the regular season is a long way away, and we know Howie Roseman loves to do things and make changes, especially around draft time. So let's all be patient and have – in Howie we trust is what I like to say, right? In Howie we trust, let's hope he can make some moves and, and work his magic. And, you know, the good news is you look at the quarterbacks in the NFC, Jimmy Garoppolo – He's leaving to go to the Las Vegas Raiders. Aaron Rodgers, that deal looks like it's done. He's going to the New York Jets. Obviously, Tom Brady retired. What are the Los Angeles Rams doing with Matthew Stafford? There's not many top-notch quarterbacks in this league, in this NFC. So the Eagles can certainly repeat as NFC East champs and then go on to repeat as NFC champions as well. You know, 49ers defense is going to be good, no doubt about it. They have a lot of question marks at quarterback. Is Brock Purdy their guy? He's out for six months after that surgery. Is Trey Lance capable of leading them to an NFC championship? These are question marks that the Eagles don't have. We know who our quarterback is. We know what our quarterback is capable of doing. So we'll see how all that plays out. You know, One of the things that does make me a little bit concerned, though, is although Howie Roseman does work his magic when it comes to trades and free agent signings, if you look at his history, of drafting defensive players, it's not necessarily been that great. You know, I went back and I looked at the last three years. 2022, there's still questions. Jordan Davis, Nicobe Dean, Kyron Johnson, are those guys going to pan out? Early signs are, yes. The early returns look good. It looks like Jordan Davis has the ability to be a stud. Nicobe Dean will find out this year, hopefully. And Kyron Johnson, we just don't know enough yet. But if you look at his 2021 and 2020 drafts from the defensive side of the ball, 
it makes you pause. It makes you pause. Obviously, they drafted Milton Williams in 2021 in the third round. That looks like a really nice pick. The other ones, a lot of question marks. You had Zeke McPherson in the fourth round. Can he step in and play corner? We haven't seen much. So clearly, they did not have that much trust in him last season. Now, it also could be there was two all-pro players in front of them with James Bradbury and Darius Slay. But Zeke McPherson is a guy that there's still a lot of question marks on. Marlon Teopolotu, what can he do? You know, what can he do? Teron Jackson, he's still on the practice squad. Jacoby Stevens, they drafted him in the sixth round. He's no longer on the team. Patrick Johnson, drafted in the seventh round. What can he do? I mean, there's question marks. These guys have not taken that leap to contribute yet. I think, you know, I'm excited for Milton Williams. I'm excited for Zeke McPherson. But then after that, a lot of question marks. And if you look at the 2020 draft, a ton of swing and misses. You had Davion Taylor they took in the third round. This is a guy who should be contributing by now. He's on their practice squad. You have Kavon Wallace, who a lot of people were excited about because he was coming out of Clemson. And we know the last time we got a guy from Clemson to play safety, all-time legend Brian Dawkins. But Kavon Wallace didn't have a great year. In fact, he got beat by an undrafted free agent with Reed Blankenship. And you have Sean Bradley taken in the sixth round. He really hasn't contributed. Then there was another guy, Casey Tuhill. They took in the seventh round. Well, he's on the commanders now. So I am concerned about Howie Roseman's ability to draft defensive players. Like I said, it's not all about the draft. You can trade, you can sign free agents, but the best way to build a roster is through the draft because you got these guys on their rookie deals. And with them having to pay Jalen Hurts soon, they're going to need young players to contribute who are not making a ton of money. And I don't necessarily have a lot of faith in Roseman when it comes to the draft. But we will see. I'm giving him credit. I think his 2022 draft was a really good one. I'm excited about Jordan Davis. I'm excited about N'Kobe Dean. But we'll see what he does this year. He's got two first-round picks. They're drafting number 10. They're drafting number 30. We'll talk more about the draft as it gets closer and who we'd like to see. But they're going to need some playmakers on that defensive side of the ball. But, you know, again, a positive here is the Eagles offense is just so darn good. There's so much talent on that offensive side of the ball. And with Kelsey coming back, it gives you some flexibility. Isaac Sayamala at guard is a free agent. If Kelsey didn't come back, you would have needed Cam Jurgens to step in to take over that center position. Well, with Kelsey coming back, Jurgens can slide over to guard, and you may be able to let Sayamala walk if he's looking for too much money, which I think he's going to. I mean, you look at some of the deals that are already in place for free agent guards, Sayamala's probably getting a ton of money, but you can let him walk. You could let Cam Jurgens step in and, and t- solidify that guard position, and now you should have a really solid offensive line again. You'd have Maialata at tackle. You'd have Landon Dickerson at left guard, Jason Kelsey at center, and then you'd have Cam Jurgens at right guard with future Hall of Famer, in my opinion, Lane Johnson at right tackle. So there's a lot of positives there, and if they can score points, their defense doesn't necessarily have to be as lights out as it was this year, especially in a weak NFC as it pertains to quarterbacks. There just really aren't that many good quarterbacks. They don't have to worry about Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. I mean, these guys are all in the AFC. Big question mark, though. Lamar Jackson, do the Washington Commanders make a do they make a move? Do they try to sign him away from the Ravens? So the early reports are nobody's going to make him a, a, an offer. You know, Lamar Jackson was given the 
non-exclusive franchise tag. So teams could try to make him an offer. And if the Ravens don't match it, that team gets Lamar Jackson. There's been some, some rumors that the commanders would do that, but we will see. But guys, stay tuned. Again, if you like what you're hearing, we're all over the place. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. We post daily content to all those platforms. Be like to be sure to like, subscribe, follow, share, leave us your comments, anything you want us to talk about. And like I said before on other podcasts, you can always shoot me an email, Bill at Legal Hands to the Face. But we're going to keep coming every single day as this free agency that NFL never stops. I mean, it's the offseason, but it really never stops. We got free agency this week. We'll have the draft next month, and then we'll be right into hopefully mini camp and training camp. And, man, I know you guys love it. I love it too. Talk to you soon.